Welcome, everyone. We are excited to introduce you to a new podcast from Team DC called Under the Bleachers. I'm Laura Frere, the Vice President of Team DC, and I will be one of your hosts. I'm Gabe Hernandez, the Team DC Board Member for Fundraising, and I will be your other host. Episode one of our podcast is coming soon, and we wanted to drop this trailer to encourage you to subscribe now, introduce you to Team DC, and introduce you to the hosts. For anyone unfamiliar, Team DC is a Washington, D.C.-based nonprofit organization that serves as the association of LGBTQ sports and recreation organizations in the region. Team DC is proud to work with over 40 individual member clubs, which represent the broadest variety of sports and recreation groups that you could imagine. Team DC members include rugby teams and football teams, both flag and tackle, softball teams and basketball teams, as well as swimming, water polo, running, adventuring, tennis, soccer, darts, bocce, climbing, cornhole, esports, riding, and even rodeo. We also include dance groups, a marching band, and a cheerleading squad. Just about any sport or rec activity you might be looking for, you can probably find it with one of the member clubs of Team DC. For a complete list of our members and more information about Team DC, please visit teamdc.org. In addition to serving as the Association of LGBTQ Sports and Rec Organizations, Team DC hosts social and recruiting events throughout the year and also hosts Pride Nights Out with many of the area's professional sports teams. And each year, Team DC awards college scholarships to graduating high school seniors who are self-identified LGBTQ student-athletes. Team DC's flagship event, the Night of Champions Awards Dinner, is usually held each spring and includes a presentation of those Team DC scholarships. This year, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, we had to cancel our annual dinner. But Team DC was still able to award our 2020 scholarships, and in place of our Night of Champions, we're hosting an online event called Team DC Pride Week that starts Monday, June 22nd, and will continue until Monday, June 29th. During Team DC Pride Week, we will be posting online content every day on our website, teamdc.org. The content will include a conversation between some of our scholarship winners and Washington Nationals reliever Sean Doolittle, a panel discussion with players from Old Glory DC, conversations with players from the Mystics, Spirit, and the DC United, workout videos, healthy cooking demonstrations, and more. Please visit teamdc.org each day from June 22nd to June 29th to celebrate Team DC Pride Week. In addition to the exciting online content during Team DC Pride Week, we'll also be hosting an online auction featuring amazing items. You can bid to win gift cards for dining and drinking at area restaurants and bars, theater tickets, gift cards for fitness experiences, sports memorabilia, sporting event tickets, and much more. You can find a link to our auction on our website, teamdc.org, or access the auction directly at teamdc.rallyup.com backslash Pride Week 2020. If you're looking for more information about Team DC, please visit our website, teamdc.org. On the Team DC website, you can sign up for our bi-weekly sportsgram, which includes news about Team DC and all of our member clubs. You can also find us on Facebook at Team DC LGBT, on Twitter at Team DC Sports, and Instagram at Team DC Sports. Team DC's latest project is this new podcast. On Under the Bleachers, we're going to try to explore all things sports, all things queer, and the fabulous intersection of sports and queer. Laura and I will be taking turns each week choosing our topics of conversation, and we'll choose one queer topic, one sports topic, and one topic from the inter intersection of sports and queer. You'll also get to hear interviews with representatives of Team DC member clubs, DC area athletes, Team DC board members, 
representatives of some of our partner organizations and sponsors, and whoever else we might feel like interviewing. Episode 1 of Under the Bleachers will be dropping on June 22nd. Find us at underthebleachers.podbean.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Go now and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. All right, and now let's meet our hosts. I'm Laura. I'm in my 40s, and I live here in Washington, D.C. I'm a lawyer by day, and I'm a lifelong sports fan. I grew up playing and watching a variety of sports. In college, I joined my school's rugby team and fell instantly in love with the sport. I went on to play with a couple of women's rugby teams. Most recently, I played with the D.C. Furies, which is a Team D.C. member club. I currently play darts with Rogue League Sports, another Team D.C. member club, in both the Rogue Darts League and the Tuesday Night Flights. I like watching most sports. My favorite teams are the New York Mets and the New York Giants, and I cheer for Old Glory D.C., the district's new Major League Rugby Club. And I'm Gabe. I'm 33 and live in Washington, D.C. I started playing LGBT-inclusive sports with the San Antonio Diablos Flag Football League after college in Texas. Once I moved to D.C., I quickly got involved with many of the Team D.C. member sports leagues, including the D.C. Gay Flag Football League, Stonewall Kickball, Rogue Darts, Cara Bowling, D.C. Different Drummers, and recently the Washington Scandals Rugby Football Club. I'm a diehard San Antonio Spurs fan, a Nats fan, and I also cheer on the Mexican national soccer team. I love living in a city where all the major sports leagues are represented, and where there's a sport out there for everyone. So to help you guys get to know us a little bit more, Gabe and I have agreed that we would subject ourselves to little mini interviews by each other. So without further ado, um, here we go. <laughs> First question, what were you like in high school? Were you a jock? Were you a nerd? Were you a cool guy? Um, it's kind of like a mix. I was a band geek. I was in drama for a little bit, but also like, you know, typical type A gay, trying to like get into all the clubs, was in student council and stuff like that. So <laughs> it was kind of a mix. Did you go to band camp? I did. I was one of those dorks that would go to band camp. Was your band camp experience anything like the one described by Allison Hannigan in American Pie? Uh, no. These were all really serious band geeks, and <laughs> I'm a percussionist, so it was basically just beating off and not in the fun way. Uh, all right, question <laughs> two. <laughs> if you could get rid of one state in the United States, which would it be and why? Probably going to get in trouble for this. I mean, get rid of one state. I'd have to do, like, probably, like, Nebraska or Missouri. Like, first off, why would you name a, uh, a state misery? Like, it's just begging you to, like, get rid of me. Like, and I'm probably offending people. But, like, what, really? Missouri? I feel like, you They call that. it the show I, state, I, but, like, what do they have? Well, they have that arch. And isn't Missouri one of those states where there's, like, a place where you can stand and have two hands and two feet in four different states? Oh, no, that no, that's Four Corners. That's, uh, I don't know. Missouri's Somewhere. not one of the Four Corners? Yeah, I don't know. I, you know what? You're right. I, 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 guess it probably, I guess it probably wouldn't be <laughs> okay, that okay. So they have Okay, they have, okay I'll, I'll, they have St. Louis and they have an arch. Um they have another Kansas City. Great, there's two now. And it's not even in, you know, Missouri. So the airport great. is there though. But the airport is in Kansas City, Missouri. I mean So I'm just yeah, saying. I mean, uh, so if you wanted to get to Kansas City, Kansas, and you got rid of Missouri, you'd have to fly somewhere else and drive to Kansas. I don't know. So I you know, Gabe, 
<laughs> All right. I, I, I take your point. I think what you're saying is get get rid of something and fly over country. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, I, mean, I bet you nobody would have been noticed if we got it, like, rid of Missouri. Yeah, but, like, you started with Nebraska, and I kind of feel like less people would notice if we got rid of Nebraska than would notice <laughs> if you got rid of St. Louis. Or, like, what about South Dakota? I think just yeah, move the, I, merge the two Dakotas and just make Mega Dakota. Right, just Dakota, Dakota. And I, you know, to be clear, it's not like I'm saying we should get rid of the people. <laughs> the people will just relocate the people somewhere else. But, you know, it's uh, 50 is a lot. And also, like, if we get rid of one of those states, maybe those of us in the District of Columbia can finally get a senator and a, and a member of the House of Representatives. I don't know. Crazy stuff, right? That is true. All right. For your third and final question, Gabe, if Hollywood was to make a movie about your life, who would you like to see play the lead role as you? Ooh. Um, I'd probably do something cool like Diego Luna. I think he'd be to do a good job. Is it bad that I don't know who Diego Luna is? Uh, you don't watch Star Wars or Narcos? I've, I've never seen Star Wars and I've never seen Narcos. What? <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, I've seen the future podcast. Of- we're gonna have to talk about Star Wars. I was say he wasn't. No, he was in Rogue One. Uh, he's been in a bunch of like other kind of like kooky, kind of crazy Mexican movies. But yeah, check him out. All right, I'll, I'll I'll check him out. I do love movies and TV. You just hit happened to hit on two things, two of the few things that I haven't watched. But, all right, so. I, th- I hope everyone uh, enjoyed that and got a little window into who Gabe is. Um, so what do you got for me, Gabe? All right. This is one of my favorites that I like, I like to ask people. Um, so if you were a major league baseball player, what would be your walk-up song? That is so tough. Some people have such bad walk-up songs. This would I would feel a lot of pressure around this. So, like, one way I think you go is a song that just sounds really cool in the beginning. So, for that, I think if I wanted to do that, my favorite opening of a song ever is Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. Because it's, like, just such an awesome intro to a song. Another, I don't know. I know I'm, like, not answering your question because I'm not picking one. But I think, do you remember the movie Hardball? Yeah. So, you know, Hardball was that Keanu Reeves sort of white savior movie where he, like, was a little league coach. And there was, like, this the awesome kid in that movie who was always listening to Biggie on his headphones. And then the there's a scene where he's pitching to, like, a really good player on the opposing team. And he's all psyched out because the fans are all cheering. And Keanu Reeves does this amazingly awkward, like, dance on the side. Um, and is mouthing the words to Big Papa, and it makes me laugh. And so I feel like Big Papa, just as like a nod to uh, the movie Hardball, might be one of my what might be one of my key choices um, <laughs> if I was a major <laughs> baseball player. I really I do, but like I'd have to switch it up and play Crazy Train a couple times. Big Papa a couple times, maybe throw in Hell's Bells by ACDC because that sounds really cool in the beginning too. That's cool. I mean, I can see that, like, just coming out there. I mean, you get the crowd going and stuff like that. Good choices. All right. Thank you. All right. Next question. 
Um, this one's always interesting. Uh, what, what's your favorite holiday or tradition? Ooh, okay. So, you know, I've never been really that into holidays. Um, but ultimately my favorite holiday is actually St. Patrick's Day. Um, I moved to New York City when I was 20. And so, and my first St. Patrick's Day living in New York City was, I was 21. Um, and it was the most incredible day because it was like pre 9-11. So it was still in the day where there was like less security and everybody was kind of just on the street, happy, having fun. You know, you could like be walking around, like grab a beer in a bar and like take it outside on the sidewalk and nobody cared. So, and everybody was so like saying hi, hey. I also like truly love um, like Irish kind of popular tunes and like folk songs. So it's like an opportunity where like in New York City on St. Patrick's Day, almost every bar will have somebody performing Irish music live. And that is like super fun for me. It's not the kind of atmosphere I would want every day of the year, but it's like such a great atmosphere to have one day. So St. Patrick's Day, I'd have to say, has been my favorite holiday. All right. And last question. What's your favorite Broadway musical? You can only pick one. Oh, this is easy. My favorite Broadway musical is Rent. I have seen okay. Rent on stage. I've seen Rent on stage close to twenty times. I lost track. Like I lost count because I, I saw it mostly in New York on Broadway, but I've also seen it here at the National Theater twice um, for its twentieth anniversary tour. Um, and it is easily, hands down, my favorite musical of all time. I'm down with that. I uh, I was lucky enough to see it once on Broadway when I was in high school, and the drama group that I was with, we took like a senior trip or whatever, and I got to go see it. And I remember everyone's reactions of like, what are we watching? Like, it was very interesting. Well, it's like if the only Broadway musical you've ever seen is like The Sound of Music or like something like that, and then all of a sudden you're thrown into the deep end with Rent, I could see that being, you know, a bit of a sh culture shock. <laughs> but also the thing about Rent, so I will say this, I love Rent, and the last time I saw it, I was like choked up and teary-eyed the whole time, but it was mostly at this point because of nostalgia for me, like remembering like when I fell in love with theater and remembering what it felt like to be in my 20s in New York City again, going back to like the pivotal thing, like being, I grew up in a small town, and then my first experience living in a city was 20 years old, New York City, and I go to Broadway for the first time, right? And I instantly fell in love with musical theater. I love musicals. I see musicals all the time. Um, but Rent was one of the first ones that I saw. So for part of it is like, you know, I just love it because I love musical theater and it was one of my first experiences. So it stuck with me. But also, you know, the story was back then, it was really a lot more earth shattering to see such great representation on stage. And the story was so poignant because... A lot of it centered around um, characters who are living with or dying with HIV. And, you know, nowadays, like, people don't really have to die from HIV the way they did. So it loses some of its punch. Um, so I will say, if I was seeing Rent for the first time now, would it impact me as greatly as it did? Would I love it as much as I do? I don't know. Honestly, I'm not sure. But I, I still would recommend it to anybody who hasn't seen it. It's still worth seeing. 
Awesome. All right. Well, that was fun. Um, hopefully people, I don't know, have some kind of an idea what kind of weirdos you and I are um, and want to hear what we <laughs> have to talk about each week when we get together to talk about sports and queer stuff and, and all that. So I'm really looking forward to doing this season of the podcast with you, Gabe. And I hope everybody tunes in. Yep, feel the same way. I'm pretty excited. So let's see what happens and uh, let's see what podcast magic we can come up with. Thanks for listening to this episode of Under the Bleachers. Under the Bleachers is proudly produced by and a product of Team DC. For more information about Team DC, please visit www.teamdc.org. We want to give credit to Ralph Elston, a Team DC board member, for the design of our logo. Also, our intro and outro music is provided by DC's Different Drummers Marching Band and was composed by Travis Gettinger. You can always find Under the Bleachers at underthebleachers.podbean.com, and our podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast and share us with a friend so that we can all keep meeting Under the Bleachers. Under the Bleachers is hosted by Team DC Vice President Laura Freyer and Team DC Board Member for Fundraising Gabriel Hernandez. All views and opinions expressed are solely those of the hosts and the participants on Under the Bleachers and do not express the views of Team DC.